Are you ready to build a business with consistent income and have time left to spend with your family? In Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the strategies to create exactly what you want in your business and in your life. Now, here's your host, Kathleen Reeson. Hello, welcome to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson here on Inspired Choices Network. We've got all kinds of fun and updates for you today. I can't wait for this show. Before we hop in real quick, I wanna give you just a couple updates on what we're up to. Like today's show is gonna be awesome. And before I get to the details on that, two really cool things that are happening. One, here on Inspired Choices Network, we just launched a new app. And you guys, this is so exciting because in the past you would go to the website to listen live or you'd listen to the replay on podcast or maybe you listen to it through Inspired Choices Network website. So there's all kinds of different ways to really enjoy the show or you watch it on TV on binge. I don't know how you're seeing it, but it's totally awesome that you're here. Now we have another way that'll be really great for you. And it's through the Inspired Choices Network app. You can get it on Apple Store, Google Play, any of those places. But check it out because you can actually join the chat room here. Talk with us live while we're playing. You can uh, interact and watch all the shows. You can search. It's really cool. So go check it out. Inspired Choices Network app on the app store, you know, whatever your app store is that you love. Go check it out and play with us there. So that's one thing. Two, the next thing, because you guys were creating these incredible opportunities here. The next thing, when you see the show next week, it's not going to be Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson anymore. So yay, I'm so excited for the new branding, which is the Kathleen Reeson Show, Pushing the Boundaries of Leadership. The Kathleen, Kathleen Reeson Show, Pushing the Boundaries of Leadership. So that's really exciting. And that's coming next. And we'll talk all about that next week and about the evolution and what's next and all that fun stuff. So that's all the updates I have for you. And now I have the really exciting piece and why we're here. And so if you're watching where you can actually see, you'll see that I've got my friend, Billy Gardner here. So Billy, <laughs> hi, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk with you. Yes. So this is, it's so exciting because Billy has plays in an area that of course, a lot of us who are up to some big things in the world can definitely utilize. She runs a community of virtual assistants, but not just virtual assistants, actually introverted virtual assistants, which is this whole fascinating space. And we're going to talk about what really is a virtual assistant. How do we utilize one? How'd she get started? What's she up to? Because you've got a book, you, you've got all kinds of stuff going on too. <laughs> yes, I do. Lots of yes. stuff. Okay. So let's start there. First of all, will you share what you're up to? I just give an overview to everybody of who Billy really is. Oh, okay. What I'm up to um, this week. Uh, no. Um, so I'm celebrating two years with my membership. I started two years ago in April. So the Introvert VA Club, um, that is my main focus right now. Um, as you said, I recently launched a book called Hire a Virtual Assistant Workbook. It's on Amazon and I have an ebook version. I'm working on a Kindle version, uh, thanks to a VA helping me out formatting it. Um, let's see. So I'm also working on some additional trainings outside of the Introvert VA Club because I've discovered that some people are not membership people and some extroverts don't really want to join because they don't resonate with it. And I want to help as many people as possible. So I'm working on some additional trainings outside. 
Um, other than that, I am working on cleaning and optimizing my email funnels, um, getting organized and all that good stuff. So lots of stuff going yeah. on. So how did you get started in this? Let's go back. So two years ago, you started your membership, but tell me where this idea came from and when you started it. Let's go back to that point. Well, I would say maybe about... 10 years ago or so, I was in a membership, Leonie Dawson. I'm sure you've probably heard of her. She had a membership and I joined it and I fell in love with the concept and she helped people um, create businesses and she was very warm. Um, She had this forum inside the membership instead of Facebook. And I said, one day I want to have this membership, something like this. And um, I didn't know what it would be but I just kept it in the back of my mind. And then um, in 2014, I became a VA and I worked with clients and I started pivoting slowly to mentoring other VAs, helping them start their businesses. And one day I just said, I'm ready. I'm ready to create my membership. And I just started putting it together and I I knew it was for VAs, but I didn't quite know what else. And when I was brainstorming, I thought it would be really cool to have something for introverted VAs because I don't see anything like that out there. And we have our own challenges. And when introverts get together, you really like understand each other, you know, each other's quirks. And I thought it would be so fun to have something like that for other introverted VAs. So that's, you know, basically how it came about. Let's talk, dig in right there into the introvert VA. So talk about when you say introvert VAs, we get each other and we're close. Can describe to me and to, to the audience what an introverted VA is. So an introvert is someone who um, they typically like to work alone. They, um, their energy can be drained very quickly where extroverts, they get their energy from being around people talking, um, speaking out loud where introverts, um, we just need time to process things. Um, after we're at a party or we go shopping or something like that, we need downtime. We need to recharge our batteries. Um, so it's very important for us, for our well-being, And, um, you know, there's certain things like we don't like to talk on the phone. We don't like to talk about ourselves. So that's a lot of things that we like to cover, um, how to push past those things, get more confidence, uh, mindset things. But um, so an introverted VA is just someone who's introverted and a virtual assistant is someone who um, basically helps businesses remotely. So they work from home, they're their own boss, and um, they just there's different VAs too. You know, there are VAs who do tech, podcasts, um, admin, there's uh, like creative VAs. So there's all these different VAs um, out there. So tell me, so a lot of it, a lot of our audience, they're very familiar with the, the actual admin, an admin assistant, one that's mm-hmm. in person that comes to my office. And yes. so the rise of the virtual assistant Talk to me about, are there differences? Um, From someone who's like an admin at an office and then someone who's a virtual assistant. Uh, Yeah, a virtual assistant would be someone who is 
um, their own boss. They set their own rates. They do their own marketing. Um, they're responsible for doing their taxes and things like that, where like a, an admin that's at your job, you know, they're an employee um, and they get, you know, the health benefits and the vacations and things like that. So that's part of the difference. But um, a virtual assistant is someone who works from home. They can work anywhere that they want to. They don't have to go to an office and they can work with anyone around the world. So there's no need for that person to go into your office. And, yeah. and they typically can work their own hours too, which is really great. So if you're not a morning person, a lot of times you can work more in the evening. Um, if you have a day job, you can be a VA on the weekends or in the evening. So it's very flexible. So I'm, I'm talking with uh, some of my friends who say, mm-hmm. I know he's going to be on my show. So the last week I've been talking about how you're going to be on the show. And uh, one of the things that one of my friends actually this morning, she says, oh, ask Billy if she's got a VA that really likes editing videos. And so when I think about that, that's some consistent work over time. So YouTube videos specifically likes editing videos. So videos that would go up on YouTube. Now the VA and some of that work, are you seeing just projects that work out well? Or are you seeing more long-term? I, what, what's the typical... Uh, job of a VA? Oh, it depends. (laughs) It varies big time. So some VAs work on like an only project base. So if you need a website, they can put a website together, um, something like that, just a one-time project. Um, There are some that work as packages. So they'll have a package of things that you can sign up for. So maybe it's like social media. So they'll do, um, they'll create your graphics, they'll write your posts and they'll schedule things and it'll be a package price. And then there are VAs who work ongoing. So that's what I started out as. So um, I did, I worked with retainer clients. So I had those clients every month. And so that worked well for people who need an ongoing VA to do lots of different things. It's like right now I have a VA who also, you know, works ongoing with me. So she does, she like website updates. She helps me in my membership and all sorts of different things. So we work together ongoing. So it just depends on what the VA offers. Sure. So, so absolutely. And, and so tell me about what you're creating in your membership. You're supporting them in their growth. Do you have a funnel like, like, let's say someone like me who I say, okay, I want somebody who fits that, or my friend who says, I want somebody who can edit these videos for YouTube. Are you saying, okay, I've got all these people here's go look at these two. Um, so I have a service on my website that you it's free that you fill out a form and you let us know what kind of VA you need. And then we post it in the membership the job up. And um, so then interested VAs will contact the business owner directly. So, I mean, it's, it's really valuable both for the business owner and the membership, you know, because I can connect those two together. And it just, me and my VA, Becky, we, we always get so excited, you know, when we have a new job post and that someone applies and um, yeah, so that's, that's what I offer for business owners who want to hire a VA. Okay, and, and call that forward because there's a lot of people that are listening that are saying, okay, so where do I find this? <laughs> so I'll list it so they know where to go. Um, well, if you go to desiretodone.com, you'll see in the menu bar, 
um, hire a VA. And if you click on that, you'll see the um, hire a VA service. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So desire to done.com desire to done.com you go there and then you can actually put in the offerings that you have. So one of the questions that I have for you is that, uh, that who do you see that's, that's offering these roles? Are, are they more like entrepreneurs or do you see company like bigger companies, uh, more the traditional ones that would have assistants come in or admins come into the office? Are you, well, COVID, I mean, gosh, everything was different. <laughs> But right. have you seen that shift since COVID happened? We've gotten a lot of job ups since COVID. Yes. Um, and a lot of member, new members too, because they're being let go or they don't want to go into work. They, you know, they want to change things. Um, but we mostly see like smaller businesses that apply to, um, to get a VA. Yeah. Got it. So th- one of the things, and, and we'll probably go into this a little bit more after break too, but when I think about introverts, and a lot of the space that I study in is the emotional intelligence space. So when I think about introverts, one of the things is uh, that confidence piece. Do you see a link between introverts and confidence? Yes. We tend to lack confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we typically tend to be more reserved, um, sometimes shy and, you know, we have a hard time talking about ourselves and we have a hard time asserting ourselves. That's a really big thing. A lot of them have a hard time, um, promoting themselves, you know, and I always say, well, it's not promoting yourself. You're out there offering your help to people, you know, don't look at it as you're being salesy, you know, people are out there looking for you. Um, but yeah, confidence is a big thing for introverts. Yeah. Yeah. So what, how do you, or do you address that when you're talking about the membership? Are you addressing that side of, I hear you, you just mentioned a few things about it, but are do you have material or content on that for them? Um, I always like, I, I like pepper it into the trainings, you know, yeah. little tips. And then we have that forum where if anyone has any confidence issues, they're having problems with something. We're always there. Um, the people in there are so supportive and they always lift each other up. And so that's a really important piece. Yeah. Awesome. Having that network of people. Yeah. Yeah. The value of community there, especially, and, and let's be honest, it's not just introverts. I mean, they're even the most powerful people in the world. I know some that's, still have confidence issues. And it's really, really boils down to the enough. Am I enough? And so we can spend a lot of time on this topic and actually we're going to go on a quick break. So when we get back, let's pick up right there. You guys are listening to the profit launch with Kathleen Reeson and I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson. And we have my friend, Billy Gardner here today, talking all about the introvert VA and the membership that she has established for two years now and all the fun things that she's up to. And I'm learning about how I can utilize a VA in my life. So enjoy this quick break and we'll talk to you in just a second. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. 
Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Risa. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson here on Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson. And today we've been talking all about introverted VAs with my friend, Billy Gardner. So hello, Billy. Welcome back. Hey. <laughs> hey, we are back. So one of the questions we were talking about before break was about confidence and really that space of, like, we t- tend to think introverts have a, have a challenge with confidence if we, if we just look at labels overall. But what I think a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of extroverts do too. Just yes. human nature. Yeah, they do. I, and I, I try to remind my introverts that it's not just you that's scared and, and, you know, having fear around things. It's a lot of people out there. And a lot of people are scared to do new things, you know, so it's not just introverted people. Um, and I think introverts feel like, it's only me. And it's not. I mean, I hear celebrities and all sorts of powerful people out there who do lack confidence and are scared. Yeah. And ultimately, it's like, what are we really scared of? What's that fear? I, you know, what's really in the way? And and for me, when I went into that position, I would tell you, if you would ask me two, three, four years ago, I've been running businesses for, for 13 years now. And if you would have asked me a few years ago, I'd say, I'm the worst salesperson ever. Actually, I believe that stuff. I'm the worst salesperson you'll ever meet. I, like hands down the worst, but I am a master enroller. And when I learned the difference between there, it was like, oh, okay. And the, the difference being sales, like it's all about you and, or, or it's all about me. Like, I want to sell you something, but the enrollment of exactly what you're talking about of I've got an offering that I could, if it fits, then great, let's play. That is so simple. But if I'm out there to sell something because it's about me, oh no, work. Yeah, that's a that's a good tip. I always think like, how can I help other people? Like coming on the podcast, you know, I was scared, nervous, but I thought, well, how can I help someone else today? You know, and put that focus on someone else and not not me. Um, And it's so important. because we can get in our heads so much. 
But um, with the sales, yeah, I mean, when I became a VA, um, the reason I became a VA is because I had some online businesses and I just wasn't making enough money. And I was like, I've got to do something because I want to quit my day job, you know? Um, so I reached out to a business coach that I knew and I said, hey, can I help you with anything you need in your business in exchange for coaching? And I was so nervous to send that because I've never asked someone to barter, uh, first of all. And then I was like, I don't know, just this is weird. And she wrote back immediately and said, yes, I was thinking about hiring someone. I'm so glad that you emailed me. And this has happened so many times to me when I reach out to someone and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that you said something, you know, you just have to get in front of those people because they're looking for you. You know, it's not about just you and being salesy and selling your offers and stuff. Yeah. Yes. It, this is so fascinating. And thank you for sharing that story. Uh, when you sent that note, what was your fear? I had, well, it was kind of a mindset thing. Like I thought, Oh, bartering, that's kind of icky, but I've, I just didn't have the money to afford her coaching. And I was like, I have this strong desire to email her right now. My gut said, email her. And I was like, all right okay, fine, I'll do it. But I was just, it, it just felt weird to me to, to ask that, but then she was just so happy, you know? So that's another tip is always follow your gut. That's your intuition. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, it's beautiful that, that thank you for bringing that into the space too, of, of really trusting yourself. And then ultimately we all get these messages that like, Hey, you should do this. And we call it, whether it's our gut or our instinct or whatever, you know, we label them so many different words, Yeah, but really how often do we ignore those? Oh, yeah. I try not to. Yeah. Cause when I, when I do, oh, I'm like, why, <laughs> why did I ignore it? Right. Yeah. 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 And just hearing it, uh, some of my, the, cra- <laughs> I'm going to share with you something that I did. It's so crazy. I shared it on the show a while ago, but I don't think I've shared it with you. I have this. So my mom passed away in November uh, and or October, she passed away in October. And I got this message a few months ago, just the total, I, I woke up and my mom saying, tell Snoop Dogg that Ben Gold says, hi, I don't know Snoop Dogg. I've, I've never even really listened to Snoop Dogg's music and any of that or watched his shows, any, anything. I have no connection to Snoop Dogg. And I don't know who Ben Gold is. But I had this total moment of, like, I'm supposed to tell us. So I posted this on Twitter because I heard, I don't really use Twitter that much, actually. Do you use Twitter? No, not, not really, we no. Could, we could spend a whole lot of time on social media and, and which one to use. And I get this message of, tell, tell Snoop Dogg that Bengal. So I write on Twitter this. And my friend, I have a friend who's like, do it, do it. This is what you should write. You know, so I type it out. And then I kind of forgot about it and think about it. And I was on Twitter the other day and I saw this post from a few months ago that happened. And there's been no response to me that I'm aware of. And yet it was just this total trusting and not caring that, you know, somebody's probably going to look at that. Oh, (laughs) and what does the message say? It said, Hey, Snoop Dogg, my dead mom told me to, uh, or I think I said it kinder than that, but that was the gist of it. Told me to tell you that Ben Gold says, hi, like it was the most bizarre thing (laughs) in the world. And yet, I'm like, uh, okay. And 
just got this message and I trusted myself and thought, whatever, this is what I'm supposed to do. And, and ultimately it was this space of just not caring what people thought and just mm-hmm. having the confidence like, Hey, whatever, I don't care. I'm just going to go with total freedom of mm-hmm. why do I care if however many followers I have on Twitter, cause I'm not, I'm growing that space. And, and we, again, we could talk all about social media and those areas, but you know, not the context of today's show. So you think about why do we really care what other people think of us? Ugh. <laughs> I, so much. If so you would have been with me this weekend, this is what mm-hmm. I, this is what I did. So we got, got back from vacation. My youngest son, he's eight. He has been waiting for a couple of weeks. Not, now that I'm sharing this as well, you guys like really, it's going to think Kathleen's crazy. That's okay. <laughs> so he played superhero bingo a few weeks ago at the library online. And the lady that was in charge says, if you win a bingo, I'll send you some random stuff. He wins a bingo. And she says, I'm going to send you an invisibility cloak and superpowers. And he's been waiting every day for the mail for his invisibility cloak and superpowers. So we go on vacation and my son calls my dad and he says, watch in the mail to see if the invisibility cloak and the superpowers come. Clearly he thought that she was for real. So my dad makes this package with an invisibility cloak and a superpower in it. And he gets it and he drinks this strawberry, you know, the flavored drinks, Mm -hmm. puts it in his water, drinks a little bit of it, puts a towel over him. And says, mom, we're going for a walk. Oh, okay, let's go. And he thought he could only see his head because everything else was covered up the towel. And so we went for a walk with this floating head for what he thought was a floating (laughs) head. He's like, that's not scary. We're going to get in a car accident because they've never seen a floating head and all these, all these things. But that whole point of how much do we stop ourselves from creativity and innovation and joy when we care what people think? Sure. Yeah. And on kind of on that same thread, body image is such a big thing. And I read like majority of women hate their bodies and they beat themselves up and they say negative things. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be the majority. Screw that. I, I choose to like, just say kind things. And if, if something negative comes out, just, you know, let it go. Let it fly away. Is that like more of a mantra that you use or what's the steps that you like? Tell me more about that. Oh, that's just something I recently just started doing, you know, about a year ago. Um, I just read something online in someone's blog or something. And I was like, you know, I just choose to now moving forward, just not think badly of my body or my face or anything, you know, because why should we beat ourselves up? I mean, our bodies do so much you know, why, why do yeah. it? That's, is, it's such a great, you know, we own some gyms as well. And one of the things that I see a lot of the times people come in and they say, I want to work on this, or, you know, they point out a very specific area. And so, yes, absolutely. They can work on it. But if we, and I'm guilty of this too, of, of focusing on one area, like the, the area sure. of uh, like the, the pooch below the belly yeah. button. I've had three children and yet I could easily beat myself up because it's not, how I want it to look, what, what is that serving? Right. And that's because society, I would say, has told you that. Yeah. Right. You're supposed to have it flat and you know, right. know that I mean, I mean, models when they bend over still have I know. some kind of wrinkle or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a part of yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. And 
Yeah. I mean, and then the people who are really skinny, typically they eat, you know, chicken and broccoli every day. You know, I don't want to live my life that way. You know, <laughs> I like chocolate. Totally. I want to have some chocolate every once in a while. Guess what's on the menu at my house tonight? Chicken and broccoli. Yeah. There you go. Well, yes. nothing, nothing wrong with chicken and broccoli at all. And nothing wrong with like working on yourself. I, I mean, I work on myself, but just that whole beating yourself up. It's just, eh. Yeah, well, you, you know, and, and what you're saying there is like it's okay. It's one thing to want to improve in certain areas, but loving where you're at and, and be like, this is who I am and it's okay. Instead of I'm going to be satisfied when I get here, this linear thinking doesn't work. No, because it seems like you never get there and then you're never happy, right? Yeah, yeah, but really, so like I am where I am. It's okay. And I desire to go here. Mm-hmm. But wherever that is. And, and so then I, that's where I described it as the gap. Like we're here. We want to be here. This is the gap. Like we have to fill the gap. And there's always something that's working too. Mm-hmm. Something's always working. Do you see that uh, with, with a lot of the VAs that you work with? Are they quick to go into what's not working or do they start with what's working? They tend to, I think, go into more of what's not working. Well, in the beginning, before they even start, they stress about getting clients. I see that all the time. And I'm like, just start your business first and then let's focus on the clients. You'll get there. Um, but they, they get hung up on that, you know? Yeah. I have a, uh, I had a mentor, I have a mentor who would say, stay in the step you're in. So you're not in the client gathering stage right now. You're in a different stage. Focus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so let's talk about, and we, we're going to go on a break here in just a second. So when we get back, one of the things I want to talk about is how you create focus when you grow. Because especially as someone who, uh, I have some introvert tendencies, but really fall more on that extrovert, the, the line of uh, being able to be everywhere. Mm-hmm. Focus is the biggest challenge. Yeah. So let's dig into that but. First, we're going to go on a quick break. So you guys are listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson here on Inspired Choices Network. And we've got Billy Gardner here, and we're talking all about introvert VAs and everything that she's up to. So go on a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about focus. Enjoy. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with 
Kathleen Reeson here on Inspired Choices Network. Today, we've been talking with my friend, Billy. Hi, Billy. And we've been talking all about what she's up to, the introvert of VA, how, what a VA is, how we get a VA, what that looks like. And now we're going to dig into focus. So as someone who has some introvert tendencies, but absolutely enjoys playing a wide space, I've I had seven businesses at one point. Right now we run, oh, I even had to count them. I had to count, which is crazy. You think you know that, uh, but four, four. And so when I th- think about that, focus is an area that I know is important and I work at it. Does it come natural for you? No, <laughs> no. Um, okay. Yes. And no. So when I'm focusing on a project, yes, but focusing on what I want to do next. All right. So, um, lots of things. And that's where I have to decide where to put my focus. Um, And it all depends. Sometimes I just go with how I feel. Like, what do I feel like working on? But something that I've learned, um, have you read Kate Northrup's Do Less book? Uh, You know what? I haven't read it yet, but I'm going to write it down because I've heard about it. It's excellent. Um, And I started, I read it mm, maybe less than a year ago. And I started doing the three priorities. Mm -hmm. And so I only make three priorities for the week. And it's tough. It's tough to narrow that down, but what I've learned is, I mean, before I wasn't doing everything I needed to get done anyway. So if I have those three priorities, I know that that's what I'm focusing on that week. And if I get those done, I can focus on some random tasks that I have. Um, But having that focus of the three things for a week is, um, magical to me, honestly, and it has helped me so much. Yeah. That's one of the things that I started many years ago. I actually have mine here. I'll show it to you. Not as exciting really to see, but this is my, my list. And this is from last week. I'm I'm in the process of it, but these were all the things last week that I completed and they look like a lot, but they're very little things. Yeah. And there's really probably three rocks in here. And then I've started the, like, this is the, when I get back since we're on vacation and it's, the, the big things, like I get to write my strategic marketing plan this week. And that, that was one of my businesses that I ran for a long time was a, a strategic marketing firm. So I'd love to create that. And yet I haven't written one for myself for probably over a year, which is yeah. you know really crazy, but I don't create the time to do that. Right. And mm-hmm. so I, I really just focusing on priorities. So three, what, give me an example of, do you have your three for this week? Uh, yeah, this, this week is unusual. So it's a slow week for me. Um, the podcast was number one. And then two is I'm getting my COVID shot tomorrow. So then three is random to do. So if I'm feeling ill this week, I don't have anything on my plate. If I'm up for it, I have a list of random to do's that are important, but not they don't have to get done this week. And I'll work on those if I feel well. Got yeah. it. Yeah, so, we could... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go on with that. Go on with what you were just saying. Oh, I was just um, trying to think of another example. Um, now, last week, I would have to say I struggled with last week. I, I had this plan to create a freebie and an email funnel and all this. 
and then also prep for this podcast. And um, the third thing oh, was possibly create another freebie. So I was kind of on the, the back burner. Um, I finished the freebie and set everything up. It took all week. But I also, along the way, I cleaned up some things like my Canva folders were like crazy. And I um, worked on my SOPs a little bit more so that next time it will be quicker. So I did do a little bit of cleaning up there. And then I just kind of prepped for the podcast over the weekend. Um, So I guess technically I still got it done in a week, right? It just wasn't, I don't typically like work on the weekends or anything like that, but that, that wasn't bad. You know, it was, you know, listening to your podcast and, you know, kind of thinking about what I'm going to say and things like that. So do you acknowledge yourself for what you complete at the end of the week or maybe even throughout the week or at the end of the day? Yeah. yeah. Tell me about that. Cause that's something that I get to grow in. Mm-hmm. Well, I always think about like what I accomplished that day, you know, and I get to a point where I'm tired and I'm done and I leave it and I'm like, I did good. You know, I, I did this, this and that. And, um, I don't know. I just do my best each day. And if it doesn't work out, what are you going to do? There's always tomorrow, right? There's a really, I've switched my mantra in the morning. And so I'm interested to know if this is something that you've run into, but I used to say to myself every day, what am I committed to creating? And what happened, there's nothing wrong with that mantra. It's a beautiful mantra. And what came up for me was that I took it literally of what am I creating that was never created today. And because I'm a creator, that was something where I'd say, okay, well, I'm going to create something new today. And where I switched it, maybe I'll go back to that at some point in the future. Now I say, what am I moving forward today? Such a shift for me because I would just keep creating instead of traction for what, what had been created. Is that what comes up around that for you? Oh my gosh. That's me right there. (laughs) I struggle with that because I will create something and that's where I'm in my zone. And then like, after you create something, you're tired. You're like, I just birthed this (laughs) baby. Right. And then you're like, Oh, I don't want to do anything more with it. But like, you're not done. You have to get it out in the whole world. So yeah, I struggle with that. Cause I normally like, okay, I'm done. I'm, I, I need a break and I typically have to go back and then do the marketing, do the email funnel, do, you know, things like that. Um, so yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. I'm like a professional baby birther. I love that part of it, mm-hmm. but the actual like growing of the child, I love my actual children like, growing them. Mm-hmm. But the, if you think about this as a metaphor there for me, I'm really good at the birthing part. Yeah. Beyond that, it's, oh yeah, that's right. We have to actually do something with it. And that's especially for what I'm hearing you say is that's a great place where VAs step in and can support in a lot of those areas so that maybe I do continue to just birth the baby and I don't stress about the moving the baby forward. Yeah. Growing the baby. Gosh, the analogy works. (laughs) Those babies. Exactly. I have three live ones, (laughs) but these, you know, when you think about the business, especially uh, I've had lots of, lots of wins, but even more false starts where Mm -hmm. over the course of 13 years, you know, lots of programs or things where we kick them out the door. They're beautiful. We spend all this time really creating it and and loving it. And then it's out there. 
Somebody didn't want to buy it. And second, then it went out there. It must be horrible. Let's go back and like bring it back in and revisit it. And it's like, they didn't even have a chance to love it. I can totally relate to that too. Yes. 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 Yeah. Tell me more about that for you. Well, so before I became a VA, I created this ebook and I was like, oh, and even when I would create, create my first website, you're like, oh, people are going to be streaming in. And this is such a common thing you think, right? You're so exposed. You're on the internet. And it's like, chirp, 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 (laughs) you know, Um, you had to get it out there. But the same with when you create something and um, I, I've created things and you're like, oh, no one has bought. Oh no, Um, this must really suck and it's like no it's just you just haven't gotten it out there enough you know that's just part of it yeah nobody knows that it exists so right tell me about so you both we both have books on here so your book on amazon is it is it ebook or did you say you said ebook kindle is it paperback as well or not mm-hmm. paperback? so i have paperback and then i'm working on a kindle but i also have an ebook version on my website yeah okay so tell me the name of the book so it's called Hire a Virtual Assistant Workbook. Yes. And I created it for people who want to hire a VA and they're feeling stressed and overwhelmed about the whole process. So I break it down in easy steps. I have no fluff. It's like, let's get to it. You're busy. Let's get to the point. And I have all the tips in there on how to find a VA. First of all, figure out what type of VA you need and what you want to delegate. And then also where to find a VA, um, how to get organized, and then also how to strengthen the relationship when you have a VA. So I'll cover all that. (laughs) What's so beautiful about that is you've got the VAs in the community, but I'm never going to, how am I ever going to find clients? And then you've got the other side, the people that want to hire, which I'm not, I'm not even ready to hire. How do I hire somebody when I'm in a mess? Right. like, like going to, if you want to get your house clean, you have a house cleaner that comes, there's the people that they clean the house before the house cleaner comes. Cause they don't want the house cleaner to see that it's dirty. It's like, right. when's the, when's the perfect time? <laughs> there is no perfect time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah, really, I'm, okay. I'm sorry. Oh, um, just a lot of people do have that stress and it, that's one thing I love about the service that I have, that you can combine those two things together, you know, but there's a lot of other ways that you can find VAs and out there too, that are really good. Like one is um, asking people, you know, that's really a great way. Who do you recommend? That's a great start. You know, you can email your list um, say, Hey, I'm hiring. Cause you know, those people are your fans already. So you might find someone who's not even a VA yet, but is willing to, help you out, you know? Um, so there's a lot of different ways that you can find good VAs out there. So when you talk about being super, is it invaluable to be super specific with a VA and say, I want you to do this, this, and this, or is it okay to just say, Hey, let we're just come on board and we'll figure it out. Oh no, you should have an idea. <laughs> I've been on those calls as a VA. They're like, I don't know what I need help with. I'm like, I don't know why I'm here because it's like, how am I supposed to help you? No, it's really good. If you have an idea, what you want to delegate, like take the time to figure out like, what do you do daily? What do you do weekly? What do you do quarterly, yearly? Um, what sort of tasks you hate doing? 
what do you want to hand off? What are you not good at? What, you know, VAs, they can be a lot quicker and better at things than yourself. Like you're like, oh, no one can do it this good. Oh, (laughs) some things. Yeah. Um, So, and also maybe thinking about, well, what are my goals? Am I wanting more time to be with my family? Do I want to bring on more clients, have that space to bring on more clients? Um, So, or do I want to have someone help me create something that will generate more income for me? So, you know, you got to figure out your goals first and the type of VA that you want to hire. Now there are VAs out there and that's how I started out that will do lots of different tasks and they'll have like a menu of things that they can help you with and you can pick and choose what you need and they charge an hourly rate. Um, but just knowing what you need first before you start looking is really important. Yeah. The, uh, what's coming up for me is early on, oh, probably, I was probably five years in the business and my business coach says to me, and I'm a recovered certified public accountant. So I have, I have my CPA license. I, I knew how to do the bookkeeping and I was doing that for my business. And he comes up to me, he says, you're the most expensive bookkeeper I've ever met. So I'm not a bookkeeper. Why would you say that? He goes, you sure are. And you're this, 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 all the things that I was doing. He says, you're all these things. And I was really resistant to hiring a bookkeeper because I felt like, no, I, I'm doing it the best. I can do it the best. And so I committed to it. I hired the bookkeeper. And the next day I signed a contract that was way bigger than what I was paying her. But just that, that effort of support, really surrendering and saying, even if you could do this 90% or 80% as well as I could, she did it way better. But even if you could do it 80% and I could just oversee it, that would be supportive. But I know there was a gap for me and just being okay, releasing that. And so I imagine with other pieces as well, it's like, no, I do it the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. scary. It's scary to have someone help you in your business. You know, what if they mess up? What if they leave? What if you trade them and they leave? So that's really why it's good to um, maybe give the VA a test before you hire them. Oh, that's a great idea. Try them out or maybe do a trial. Um, and then hire right, try to hire right from the beginning, you know, follow your gut. If your gut's like, uh, this person's not right, but you're like, but I need a VA and this is the only person that came across. No, don't, don't do it because down the line, you're likely going to train them and they're going to leave. Now, and some VAs don't need trained. It just depends what type of VA that you hire. Um, so really following your gut is important too. So, you know, there are some fears to hiring a VA, but you know, if you <laughs> just try to hire, right, follow your gut. Yeah. Just okay. like anything else. This yeah. is beautiful. So we're going to go on a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to wrap all this up because we've gone in a lot of different places, but really at our crux, it's what do we even really want? What do we want to create for our businesses, for our lives? And then creating the, the, the support around us to get to that. So you are listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson here on Inspired Choices Network. And my friend Billy is on with us today, Billy Gardner. And we're talking all about VAs and how we get the support that we require to create what we want. So we're going to go on this quick break. And when we get back, we'll continue on the conversation. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. 
you will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson here on Inspired Choices Network. My friend Billy is here. We've been talking all about hiring a VA. And it used to be that we would hire an assistant that would come to us. And then we've, we've grown into virtual assistants. And there's so many offerings, especially with COVID and the pandemic, of there are people out there that are phenomenal in certain tasks or ongoing. And we can find them. And we can utilize mm-hmm. them. And this is so exciting. They're all over now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and Billy, you, so Billy's created this community we we're talking about. So Billy, you talked about a test run right before the break. Tell me about mm-hmm. what a test run is and how that works. So you can create a test project for a VA that you want to hire. So for instance, let's say um, you want to hire a VA who's going to help you with social media. Um, now, this all depends because some people... Um, they are social media managers and, you know, they have their whole process and everything, but let's say you want to hire someone who's a VA who does offer social media. Um, what you can do is you can say, I would love for you to create maybe three posts, um, that create, that have, um, a graphic along with it. And I will pay you for an hour of your time to create this project and then give them a deadline. And then when they turn it in, you can see how they did. And it takes that, um, you know, that fear off your shoulders that they might not be a good fit because you kind of get a a test, a trial, a, a sample of what they do in their work. Beautiful. See that there's so many different ways to utilize a VA. And I think this, this idea of a test is a great way to just kind of tiptoe in and say like, is this, is this really a space, especially if you haven't used the VA and you're used to either one doing it on your own or working in more of a traditional space. But the reality is that's not what's, that's not what we're up to anymore. Like the world has changed significantly and to be able to have access to talent that, that one, that if they're out there creating their own businesses to it, that's awesome. I want the person that is committed to growing the person yeah. that the skin in the game is just so much higher at that point. Yeah. I love working with other VAs who have passion for what they do, you know, um, and they're just motivated to better themselves and grow and grow their business. And I, I really love that energy, you know, Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, one of the interesting things is we've talked about, we all have the things that hold us back. Whether you're an introvert, an extrovert, all that stuff, we all have the things that hold us back. 
And what I see is the community that you've created are the people that say, yeah, those things are in my way and I'm committed to moving forward anyway, Mm -hmm. because this is the path that I want to be on. Mm -hmm. And I acknowledge you for pulling all that together and for offering the resources and even what you were saying, seeing that maybe the membership's not for everybody. So I'm still going to serve the people that are asking. And you even told me it's not just introverts that are in your community, which is really interesting. Yeah, every once in a while we'll get an extrovert. They're like, I'm extroverted. I'm here. And we're like, welcome. <laughs> you, yes, they probably love that space. And if they're truly extroverted, probably can talk all over else. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think the introverts talk more. So beautiful, <laughs> you know, but like, you know, my trainings in there, they, they do, they can help anyone, whether they're extroverted or introverted. I just try to, like I said, pepper things in for the introverts. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you know, every once in a while we'll get an extrovert. And- oh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. This is beautiful. And, and so our friend, Anita, we have a mutual friend, Anita. Hi, Anita. Uh, she no, Anita. two of us. <laughs> And it was so beautiful because she said, like, look what you two are both up to. There's so much crossover, which absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's the piece of when we were talking about surrender earlier and just knowing that whatever's coming is exactly what's supposed to be like leaning into it. That's so valuable. And if you've been thinking yeah. about how to move whatever is in front of you forward, consider a VA. This is a, a beautiful space. I could not do things without a VA. I have three VAs right now. Yeah. So I have a, like I said, Becky, who helps me with my membership and a lot of other random to do's. And then I have Kathleen, she's in Scotland and she helps me with my social media. And then I have McKella who helps me with my blog posts and Pinterest. I just couldn't do it without them. Oh, that's awesome. So, Mm. so Billy, you, I hear you have a free gift for listeners. Yes, I do. Um, So I have a freebie. This is what I was working on last week. Um, It's what to delegate to a virtual assistant. So it's a little worksheet, well, several worksheets, where you can list your tasks and figure out what you want to delegate and figure out the type of VA that you want to hire. Um, So yeah, it's at desiretodone.com forward slash delegate. Awesome. Desire to done.com forward slash delegate. And so that's the best way to get a hold of you. Go do the freebie or is there another way to get a hold of you? Um, you can always stop by my website and uh, click contact me and send me a message if you have any questions. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Billy. I love getting the chance to talk with you and just go deeper into what you're up to. Thank you. I had so much fun. I yes, well, thank you all. You guys, we'll see you next week. Remember, the show is shifting the Kathleen. Thank you for listening to Profit week. Launch with Kathleen Reeson. Kathleen Reeson will return next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Would you like to be on the show or do you have a show idea? Go to KathleenReeson.com forward slash radio. Have a great week.